Well, they say it takes three weeks to make a habit, but really, realistically, experts believe that it takes about 10 weeks, maybe even up to three months or more to break an unwanted habit. Of course, some habits may take more or less, but in this episode, we're going to talk about what it takes to break that pesky habit. So stay tuned. It's all coming your way. Hey, this is Don Damon, the Braveheart Mentor, and this is my podcast, The Bravehearted Woman. I'm here to raise the brave in you. So hit subscribe if you haven't done so. That way you'll never miss another episode. You ready? Let's get brave. Let's talk about these habits. The amount of time that it takes to break a habit or to create a habit really depends. Now, making a new habit 21 days, but really it takes about six weeks to solidify a new behavior and make it really natural. So where if you don't even have to think about it anymore. But in this episode, I want to talk about what does it take to break a habit? And so there's a few things according to research that really will make a difference. And those things include, first of all, how long have you had the habit? Because with every habit, you know, there's a neuropathway, there's a cable of neurons and wires that have been developed over time. At first, a habit might be as thin as a hair, but over time, it gets thicker and thicker and thicker, like a real thick cable. And it's going to take a little bit of time to undo that and break that habit. Another element of a variation of how long does it take to break a habit is what's the emotional or physical or social need that the habit fulfills because you're getting something from it. There's something pleasurable that this habit is giving you that may even make you feel threatened or fearful or insecure if you don't have it. So you have to understand what's the emotional navigation for this? What am I going to do instead of reaching for this habit? Another element in breaking an unwanted habit, and by the way, you can do it. Unwanted habits can be broken. I'll just put that in there right now. But whether you have support or not. If you have a really embedded, thick, long-term habit, or even an addiction, which is a habit that you need to break, you're going to need some help. You're going to need some support. That's just how it works. How many times do people thought, oh, I'm going to go it on my own. I'm going to do this. I got this one only to relapse and cycle back and go around the mountain another time. And that's because with long-term habits that are really stubborn and embedded, you're going to need some support and help. And then another variable would be the physical or emotional reward that the habit provides. And this is similar to what I mentioned just a moment ago, but what are you getting from the habit in terms of the instant dopamine hit? Smoking gives you that immediate rush. Doing drugs, of course, having a drink, some other things, sexual addictions give you that immediate. So what's the reward? So you're going to have to be careful and identify one of these things. But today I want to just give you five tips, five steps that will help you break an unwanted habit. So are you ready? Let's look at this thing. First of all, mindfulness. And that's obvious, right? You have to be mindful of what the habit is, first of all, that you want to break. But also you have to know the nature of the habit. What 
that's the DNA of the habit. When is it that I want to do this thing? And what do I feel when I want to do this? What's going on in my life? What is triggering me? And this can help you develop the awareness around what you're feeling, what you're thinking, uh, what you're experiencing. A lot of times we have a habit because we have an emotion coming and we don't want to feel that emotion. We don't want to maybe look at that situation. So we'll reach for our habit instead. This often happens with food or TV or entertainment or anything that would maybe just take our minds shopping, take our minds off of something. So what's going on when you want to do this habit? Be mindful, observe it. This practice involves simply observing the impulses that are coming when you want to do this habit without judging, without shaming, and without really reacting just become more aware of what's triggering you or what the routine is with the behavior. What are the triggers that lead you there? Because A might lead you to B, B might lead you to C, D is the unwanted habit. But if you do A, you might find that I'm going to get to B, C, and then oh, there I am with D and I've relapsed. So consider what the cues are. Learn how to avoid those cues. Consider other options. Change your routine up a little bit. The things A, B, C that lead to the habit. It. And then finding the discipline not to act on those urges, which if you had the discipline not to act on the urges, maybe it wouldn't be a habit anyway. So taking steps to learn what the triggers are around the habit will help you prepare yourself so that you're not leaning on self-discipline alone. Self-control at the end of the day, willpower won't get it done. You're going to have to have some other things, some other supports in place to keep you from repeating that habit. Number two, replace it. We find it's easier to break a habit if we replace the unwanted behavior with a positive behavior that we do want. So instead of simply trying to stop something, let's swap it out for something more suitable and more desirable. Let, For example, let's say that every afternoon when you're at the office, office, you get that sugar urge. You want to eat some candy. You want to have some kind of snack. And that's your body crying out for that because you might be addicted to sugar. Who knows? So you reach for the candy bowl, but now you want to break that habit. So instead of just saying like, I'm not walking over there. I'm not going to go to that candy bowl. I'm not going to do that. And you're just relying on willpower. No, swap it out. So have a substitute ready. How about some pickles, some olives? How about some celery, some nuts, maybe some dried fruit, which warning, some of this can be filled with calories of that dry fruit, but have a healthy snack option available to you so that when you want to reach for the candy, you have something else that can satiate you. Maybe some sea salt popcorn, something that is better for you. And then you can eventually reduce the popcorn and keep making changes till you get the new behavior. And then you'll start to feel the reward of the new behavior and your body won't be screaming for the old behavior as much. And eventually when you see those rewards of the new behavior, more energy, less sugar spikes and crashing, then the urge to repeat the old behavior begins to diminish and you're really enjoying the benefits of the new behavior and you're well on your way to breaking that habit. A third step that I want to offer you 
today is to remember your why. Remind yourself, why do I want to break this habit? How will my life change? How will I grow? How will I benefit? Why is this habit destructive for me at this time in my life? Remember your why and then post it. Where is it that you break down and fall and repeat this habit that you're not wanting? Post a sticky note there. Post a sticker. Any other visual reminder on the refrigerator, in the car, in the bathroom, by your nightstand, in your living room, on the remote control, whatever it is, to help you rethink the action, to interrupt that. And then, you know, you can always change your physiology too. When you see that sticky note, then you stop yourself, you interrupt it, you sing a song, you clap your hands, you do something that says, I'm remembering, I don't want this behavior and I'm connecting to my why I want to change this. So number four, prepare and plan. Relapse can happen. In fact, we often say in recovery, relapse is a part of recovery. So be ready, have a plan, be prepared because the urges don't go away forever. They might crop up when you least expect it or the urge to repeat an old behavior may come up if you're feeling a, a place of stress or you've had some kind of life change, the loss of someone, you've lost your job or during COVID, there was a lot of people who fell back into old behaviors and habits that they broke. They were on a great trajectory and their weight was under control. They had stopped smoking, made they stopped drinking. They had stopped watching a lot of TV. They were doing the thing, doing the do, as we used to say. And then all of a sudden their world got all of our world got disrupted and turned upside down. And there's many people who will report even still today that they're stuck and they don't know how to get traction again. By the way, as your Braveheart mentor, I can help you get traction. If you're interested in coaching, I want you to reach out to me at dawndamon.com or dawn at dawnscottdamon.com. In fact, I'll offer you a third one, Bravehearted Woman. Go to thebraveheartedwoman.com and there you'll see my resources for overcoming. But reach out to me. I'd love to help and support you get going again. Get unstuck. Maybe I'll do a podcast on that too, but you have to keep making forward movement. So if you can prepare and plan, knowing that relapse could come, then again, have your substitutes ready, have them present, remove temptations. Don't think that your willpower is going to be great if your cupboards are filled with the snacks or the alcohol cupboard is filled or or the remote control is easy to get to, put it up high somewhere, you got to get a ladder to get it. Whatever it is, interrupt the ease that it takes to repeat the old habit and make it easier to do the new behavior. And don't forget to journal. Think about how you're feeling and track your mood. Sometimes when we're feeling discouraged or low or down or vulnerable, that's when those old habits come again. That's when you need to phone a friend or use a lifeline and be gentle with yourself. If you do mess up, it's just a moment. It's just a hiccup. We often say like, we don't say, oh, I failed or I blew it or I messed up. Like I just said, maybe we zigzag, zigzag. I zagged. I like to zig, 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 but sometimes I zag. It might've been a zag day. Who knows? But call a friend, get some support, someone who knows what you're going through or what your struggle is. And again, don't forget to change your physiology and grab other options, break up, move your body, get away 
from the temptation, but also plan by this habit. Don't give yourself an unrealistic goal that you're setting yourself up to not do as well. If you would bite size, make it small, achievable goals, remember, grow into the habit. As it becomes more automatic, you can up the ante. Say you say, my habit that I want to break is I'm sedentary. I don't move. So my new habit is going to be, I'm going to work out seven days a week, hour of cardio. Eh, bad idea. How many know that's not going to work? You're not going to make it. So start small. Some push-ups are better than no push-ups. One sit-up is better than no sit-ups. 10 minutes on the treadmill is better than no minutes on the treadmill. Start small and work your way up. And then number five, with habits, we know that our brain wants to be rewarded. So breaking a habit, remember, is incredibly difficult. The longer you've had it, the more challenging it becomes. Not impossible, but for sure challenging. So make sure that you acknowledge how far you've come. Even if you took a baby step, reward yourself. Give yourself some props along the way. Small motivators. You don't have to go out and buy a new outfit or take a vacation just because you made one great step. But look in the mirror. Science tells us this works. Look in the mirror. Give yourself a high five. Say, well done. Good job. You did it. Boost your confidence. Increase your drive by rewarding yourself. Pat yourself literally on your body. Get rid of the negative self-talk and say out loud to yourself, good job, Braveheart. You did it. That was not easy. And starting should be rewarded. Let's do it again tomorrow. We don't have to do it for 30 days. Let's just take the next right step. Let's just say we're going to do it tomorrow. Who knows after that? And tomorrow, you can make the decision to take one more step. Anyway, when you focus on the progress you made, you're less likely to become discouraged. So focus on your progress of your project and then reward yourself. All right. So that's what I have for you today. I want to remind you that this is your opportunity to become brave. This is your opportunity to take an inventory of your life and say, what am I doing? Where am I going? Am I meeting goals? Do I have goals? If you need some help with that, I have a free gift that I want to give you. It's called the Vision Blast Off, your Brave Vision Blast Off. That's my offer to you. It's free. Normally it's $29.99, but I want to offer it to you for free. And so if you will go to the Brave Hearted Woman, dot com forward slash resources. There you will find the Brave Woman Blast Off, or you can also just click the button in the links. All right, that's what I have for you today. Hope you're doing well. I'm going to leave you like I always do. This is Dawn Damon, your Braveheart mentor, telling you find your brave and live your dreams. Thanks for hanging out with me today and becoming brave. If this has helped you, be sure to share it with someone and subscribe so you never have to miss another episode. For more about me, my books, my coaching, or online courses, visit DawnDamon.com. And as always, be brave and live your vision.